Welcome to Pastor Matters, the podcast of the Center for Preaching and Pastoral Leadership at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. We hope this conversation will both equip and encourage you to lead healthy churches that make disciples for the glory of God. I'm Brandon Ward. And I'm Ron Jorlock. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of Pastor Matters. Brother, it is good to be with you again today. Uh, Today, I want to spend some time talking with you about pastors and sabbaticals. All right. So let's jump right in. First, if if you don't mind defining what what is a sabbatical? Like, is that like, you know, take the weekend off or is it just a, you know, a one week vacation? What is a sabbatical? Yeah. So if you hear in the word sabbatical, you uh, the word Sabbath, you're you're hearing it correctly. Uh, it's it's a it's a rest. Okay, so on the seventh day on on Shabbat uh, in the Hebrew, uh, the Lord rested from His work. Uh, Sabbath really just means seven. Uh, Shabbat means seven, uh, and on that day the Lord rested. All right, so the Lord uh, has established a period uh, or a pattern where you have six days of work, and then on the seventh day you rest. Well, a sabbatical is an extended Sabbath. It's an extended period of time of rest. Uh, we, we've kind of lost the, the the numbers in it in terms of you know a pattern of six to one or things like that. In, in the Old Testament, of course, you had uh, six years and a and a Sabbath year, uh, and then on the seventieth year, you know, you had the uh, the the year of jubilee and 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 so on. We've kind of lost the numbers in our in our culture, but we still establish a principle. Uh, that with with your work, there needs to be a period of time where you rest uh, on the weekend, if you will. Uh, but even after several years of work, there should be a time where you can have an extended period of rest, an extended Sabbath. Uh, and so that that's that's kind of what we uh, what we want to establish, uh, not just for uh, for the workplace, but also for ministry as well. Mm, that's helpful. You mentioned the Old Testament. Uh, the sabbatical and, and the Sabbath. Uh, what are some other examples we mm-hmm. see in Scripture of sabbatical? A sabbatical. Yeah, so you had periods of rest uh, throughout. Uh, of course, uh, you know it would be great for us to begin with the Lord Himself, with the Lord Jesus. Uh, he would do ministry, and then it would say that he would go uh, off into the mountains to pray. Uh, Jesus apparently was a mountain guy. Uh, so uh, I, I, we joke uh, here uh, because I think that I'm more of, a, of an ocean guy. Yeah. Uh, I love yeah. the water. And, uh, well, you, you know, you're a Mississippi yeah. guy, and so uh, uh, you've, you've got plenty of water <laughs> down there. Plus, so. I mean, the, the beaches in Mississippi are not— it's not anything to brag about. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're just as, they're pretty similar to ponds and lakes and stuff. Ah, uh, like okay, okay. Yeah. So so you apparently are closer to Christ uh, <laughs> in that you love the uh, love going to the mountains as well. But but Jesus would go and he would spend extended periods uh, in the mountains, whether it be an overnight, you know, where he would spend all night uh, doing so, or 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 things like that. But he would have periods where he would get alone uh, to pray. He would get alone to rest. Uh, he would bring the disciples with him uh, to get away from the ministry for for a while right. and rest and so on. Uh, so yeah, we see that especially with our Lord Jesus. But you see plenty of other examples as well of uh, of, of of folks in the Bible 
that after a period of time, a period of work and so on, they would just retreat and say, all right, I need to recharge. I need to reconnect and uh, refocus. I'm just thinking about right now all the Mississippi brothers and sisters that are going to come at me for, for bashing their beaches. <laughs> yes, just as long as you said it. I didn't say anything, so don't come at me, Mississippi. <laughs> uh, that's really helpful, though. So let's talk about some do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. What are some do's when it comes to taking a sabbatical? What do pastors need to know? Uh, what, what are some things that they should make every effort to do when taking a sabbatical? Well, uh, if if you know it's supposed to be a period of rest, well, the first do is rest. <laughs> uh, that's really hard for a pastor. Though. It is very hard for a pastor, and that's part of the don't. Where we'll talk about that in just a bit, but uh, but yeah, take some time to rest. Take take some time to uh, to recharge. Uh, turn your alarm clock off. Uh, it's okay to sleep in. I, I'm I'm personally I'm a cre- uh, uh, creature of habit, and so as a creature of habit. Uh, whatever time my alarm is set to, that's the time I'm going to get up alarm or not. Mm. Uh, so even it, it just, for whatever reason, doesn't work for me that I could turn my alarm clock off and I will still wake up, I'll probably even wake up earlier uh, than I did before. It takes a, a, a few days for me to kind of get out of the of the of the uh, the mix, kind of the biological clock, if you will, uh, and be able to uh, to sleep in. But yeah, give yourself time to sleep in. Take naps, uh, things like that. Uh, do your do your hobby, you know, whatever that may be. Uh, read something other than a commentary or a theology book or so on. Pick up fiction and uh, and read stories. Uh, you know, just things that you can do to, uh, if you will, shift gears. Uh, away from your work and into uh, into time of rest and recreation. So that that's the primary do there. Uh, but also you see in the scriptures that uh, you know the Lord would get away to the mountain and says that he would go to the mountain to pray. Mm. And so take that time not only for rest and recharge and so on physically and mentally and emotionally and so on, but also take that time of, of extended communion with the Lord. Mm. Uh, take time to uh, to pray. You know, thank Him for for all that He has done in your work. Uh, thank Him for uh, for what He's doing in His tr- in uh, His church. Uh, thank Him for the strength that He's given you to to go through that extended period of of uh, of labor and 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 toil. Uh, and thank him for the rest. Mm. Uh, you know, it, one of the reasons that you have this established pattern, that the Lord established this pattern of Sabbath, uh, is to remind us that we are creatures and he's the creator. Uh, think about it. So in Genesis, God is establishing time. <laughs> God is eternal. God is timeless. And so here in Genesis 1, God is, is creating time. And he's creating uh, the patterns that we see in time, patterns of of work and fruitfulness and so on, and patterns of rest. Uh, Why? Why does God do that? Well, I think God knows us, and he knows that we and our... Stupidity, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, as as humans, that we have a tendency to think that we are the ones who are in charge, and that all of creation rests on our shoulders, right. and all of the work and all of that rests on us. Uh, but that's not the that's not the point. That's not the way that God created this. Uh, in Psalm one twenty one, it says that the Lord gives to his. Be- uh, I'm sorry, Psalm one twenty seven, the Lord gives to his beloved sleep. Um, so, uh, so yeah, and, and that God is the one who, uh, who neither slumbers nor sleep. That's Psalm 121. 
uh, and so on. So God does this. He, he created sleep and rest and, and patterns of rest and so on to teach us that he is the one who never slumbers nor sleeps. But we are the ones who are the needy creatures. We're right. the ones who need him. And so in your sabbatical, take that time to commune with him and just remind yourself, even in the pattern of rest, that you are the creature, he is the creator, and enjoy uh, uh, being loved by the one who made you. Hmm. So do whatever it takes to rest and recharge. Absolutely. That's kind of a summary statement mm-hmm. of that. Uh, before we get to the don'ts, I forgot to ask, have you ever taken a sabbatical? Um, I have... Let's see. Have I? (laughs) I've had vacations. I've had extended vacations. I don't know if they would necessarily qualify as sabbaticals in terms of taking, like, say, as a professor. I haven't had a sabbatical yet as a professor uh, of a semester, you know, or things like that. Um, But I have taken several weeks. uh, In in one case, I've taken a month off, uh, uh, you know, where I could focus on the family, focus on uh, on on other tasks and, and and things like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's about as long of a break as I've yeah. had. I, I was going to say too that one thing that I've always respected about you is you do a good job of modeling this. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the past few weeks have been really busy for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we we talked about this last week. How you know, just there was about a, a week or two ago that you preached like eight times yeah. within like a three day span, mm-hmm. and not only that, but we were prepping for our events and stuff that were coming up. But you did you you actually right after that scheduled a time to get away mm-hmm. and to, to recharge. Yeah. So so you, you do try to, to do that regularly even now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, I, don't, I don't know if we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but uh, it'd be good to bring it up right now. One of the things to realize, uh, especially for uh, married pastors and, and, and fathers, is that those extended periods, like those those um, seasons of, of rigorous ministry, uh, you're not the only one working really, really right. hard, you know, right. to get all of that accomplished. You also have a wife and you mm-hmm. have children uh, who are very much involved in that as well, if, exactly. if only in terms of subtraction, um, uh, at the least in terms of subtraction, that you're not there. You know, to cover a lot of the things that you uh, that that you yeah. normally would, and and so mom has to pick up the slack, you know, and exactly. she's got to do uh, a lot of the things that you don't do, or the kids, you know, have to pick up the slack and doing things, you know, around the house and things like that. It's, so it's yeah. safe to say, if you need a sabbatical, your wife needs you to take Absolutely. a sabbatical that much more. And Absolutely. even if you don't feel like you need to take a sabbatical, uh, definitely talk with your wife and your mm-hmm. kids about that because yeah. they need. They need that just as much as you do. Yeah, yeah. And there may be seasons where you need to retreat personally, uh, but but there also need to be seasons where all of y'all uh, as a family uh, retreat and and get away. That that certainly uh, was the case for us, uh, you know, in our in our time in the inner city. Before we get to the next question, I do want to just state that like another do just to add to the list is is pastor do recognize you're human mm-hmm. and that it's okay. To actually take these vacations, that it's okay yeah. to actually get away. Uh, it's not a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not you not doing your job. Uh, in fact, it's you investing and in being able to do your job better. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we covered some do's. So now let's get into the don'ts. Mm-hmm. What are some don'ts pastors need to be aware of when planning or doing a sabbatical? Well, this, uh, to be honest, I'm going to say because this is 
my biggest challenge. <laughs> uh, and and that is uh, don't work <laughs> during your sabbatical. Uh, don't take your sabbatical as an opportunity to do all of the work that you couldn't do because you were doing right. other work. Right. Um, uh, you're, then you're not resting. You're not resting. You're still working. Uh, I remember there was a time uh, where uh, my family and I, we went to, uh, as, as I said before, we're, we're, we're beach people. And so we went over to the ocean. And there was one time, in fact, I think this was the first extended vacation that we had uh, when I was pastoring in Baltimore. And I had gotten an email the first day, mm. the first day. <laughs> I got an email from a guy uh, who decided to take it as an opportunity to lay out all of his complaints. Uh, and and it was the first day. <sighs> Brandon, <laughs> that like sucked the life out of the entire time. See, that's a rookie mistake. You got to delete the email. Exactly. Exactly. And so now my mind is thinking about that and I'm thinking about the church and I'm thinking about, you know, all of these different things. Yeah. And and I'm not resting. I'm not resting, you know, and and it was just it was it was the the worst time, you know, to do that. Now I'm thinking about the church. Now I'm thinking about, you know, how to respond to that person. I'm thinking about some of the legitimate complaints and how I need to, you know, uh, fix that and what I need to do when I get back and all of these different things. What I'm not doing is resting. Right. Uh, Don't do that. Uh, Perhaps don't check your emails. Uh, You know, uh, uh, and I understand. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that. Uh, uh, within limits, because you know if there's an emergency, yeah, or something there, there's like always that. an emergency. But of course, like some, sometimes you know people tend to hype up whether yeah. or not something is an emergency or not. Exactly. And so, you know, if you have to respond to things, make sure it's worth responding to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people that you've equipped in your church to handle situations, and that's exactly uh, the point. You you need to make sure uh, when you leave that there are people that are able to do the tasks and so on so that you can leave. Um, uh, and, of course, I know that there are some some pastors that are in churches where they, they just don't have that that opportunity and, and everything. And so it's a little bit different for, for, for them. Uh, uh, but if you're able to, uh, to to pass off, to delegate, you know, those things while you're away so that you can take the time to rest, uh, do so, uh, so that you're not uh, allowing your work to, uh, to 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 eat up the time that you've designated for resting, mm. uh, so so don't do that. Um, I, I, this is another do uh, that that I, I need to establish in order to have the do not. Uh, uh, one more do there is spend time with your family, enjoy your family. Uh, if you're able to uh, to do some things together, do things together. Go to an amusement park or something like that, or or take time. You know, uh, as as we said, take time at the ocean, take time at the mountains. You know, take time uh, to get away and 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 just love on them and spend mm. some good time with them. So the do not in there is uh, don't take that time away from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, so I I could go and I'm tired and I'm worn out and 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 so on, and I could be um, uh, I I could not be mindful of the fact that my wife is 
also tired. Right. <laughs> and our kids have gone through an exhausting season with us. You know, uh, they, they may not have done all the things that we've done, but they, I'm sure, feel the exhaustion and they feel the, you know, the uh, uh, they feel out of sorts, you know, just as, as we do. They just do so in their own age and in their own way. Um, so uh, so don't deprive them of that opportunity to rest and that opportunity uh, uh, to um, to get some recharging and so on as well. Uh, you mentioned the the trip just recently. Uh, when we went to the beach, one of the things that uh, that Annie told me before we even uh, were there was she said, uh, when we get there, I'm going to need some time. Mm. <laughs> and she wasn't saying it, you know, to add to a list or anything like that. She was just being real. Yeah. I need time. And so uh, we got there and I, we scheduled times uh, where I went and took the kids out mini golfing and, and we had a great time and she was just able to sit and she was just able to rest. And, and pastors, you got to be able to let your wife tell you that. Yeah. And actually yeah. give her that time if, if she needs it. Exactly. Exactly. So don't uh, ignore uh, the the needs of your wife. Uh, don't ignore the needs of your kids to have that rest too. Make sure that you're um, that you are shepherding your family well, even in sabbatical. Yeah, I think another don't is not only don't work, but don't do things that cause you to become stressed mm-hmm. or to become anxious. Mm-hmm. So make sure you are strategic in your planning. Where are you going? If if the mountains, like me going to the beach, brother. That would stress me out. Like there's just too many things going on there from the sharks in the water to all the things around me. Uh, So make sure that you're strategic with your planning. Would you also say, because I feel like I'm like this, uh, don't so spend time with your family, but don't use your sabbatical to go visit family Mm. because that's usually very stressful to me because Mm -hmm. usually when you're going to visit family, that's when, you know, you're being drugged all over the place. You've got to, you know, catch up with them, do things with them and and for a lot of us, that's not rest. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. just more stress. Yeah. I, the, and maybe that'll be the qualifier. Only if they are able to contribute to your rest. Right. Would you include them in, in, in your sabbatical? If, they, if they're only going to, uh, uh, to further deprive you of rest, right. then perhaps you need to pick up. And that may place. be a good, good distinction between vacation and sabbatical. Mm-hmm. You know, vacation, yes, go do that. You, you know, definitely spend time visiting family. But mm-hmm. with sabbatical, it's all about recharging. It's yeah. all about rest. Yeah. yeah. Um, do the things that you love to do. Do the things that help bring you uh, rest and, and are able to recharge you. Mm-hmm. So let's get into some logistical things. Yeah. So you've got someone listening right now who might be thinking, okay, sabbatical, you told me a lot about why I need to do it. You told me what I should and shouldn't do when doing it. Mm-hmm. But how long should it be? Mm-hmm. You know, how, how do I, if I'm talking with my church and they're like, you know, yeah, you can take a sabbatical. How long should I tell them that I'll be gone? Yeah, yeah. I, I really think it varies. Um, there are some I know uh, that will take extended periods of time. Uh, you know, I know some that will take a summer. Uh, after a, a few years, they'll take uh, an entire summer off and say, all right, it's a three-month sabbatical. Uh, I know some that have taken even longer than that, uh, say a six-month sabbatical. They've taken half of, of a year. I don't know a lot outside of, say, academics and so on that would take a full year uh, sabbatical. Uh, but that, I'm sure that there are some who have, who, have, who have had that benefit and may their church be blessed forever. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, it really varies. I mean, I, 
I would say there's some where you know it may be a month uh, where you just say I just need a month off. You know, uh, I think it really comes down to how much time do you need to rest. And and recharge yeah. for the work because everybody's different. Everybody's different, and I think it's those two things: rest and recharge. So if if you lean more on the rest, and you've rested so much that you've forgotten that you actually have work to do, <laughs> and so then you come back to work and you're sluggish and and you know you you really really enjoyed that rest a little bit too much and and you weren't recharged yeah. uh, and re-energized for the work uh, then that was probably too long um, uh, so you want to make sure that that you're getting that if you if you're not uh, if you're if you will uh, so recharged if you will uh, that you never really took the time to rest uh, so so you're you're coming back and you're just as tired as you were before because you never really slowed down long enough. Uh, to 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 rest, you know, and and to let your body, uh, uh, you know, regroup and 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 all of that, uh, then then you probably didn't uh, rest long enough. You probably didn't uh, go long enough. So you want to have a, a kind of a sweet spot where you say, I want to rest, and I want to make sure that I. I slow myself down and just let my body heal, let my mind regroup, and all of that. But but I also want to I want to get back to work, right. and so uh, I I want to make sure that uh, that I, I keep both yeah. of those poles, if you will. Yeah, you don't want to spend all of your time off just to say I really don't want to go back. Yeah, there's a point to to the sabbatical for sure. Absolutely, I would say you know everybody's different, but I do think. Uh, for most guys, you, you want to be thinking maybe longer than a week. You know, mm-hmm. we just had our indoor mm-hmm. workshop. Uh, one of the things that Dr. Cockrell, I think it was Dr. Cockrell, shared was, you know, you, you might need longer than a week. Yeah. You know, for 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 many, yeah, uh, it it takes more than one day to travel mm-hmm. to a to a destination, and even then you have to kind of calm yourself down. Then mm-hmm. you have about a day or two, and then you're leaving. Yeah. And so it might be planning. You know, longer than a week, maybe two weeks, maybe a month, if your if your church will allow it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everybody's different. Know yourself. Know know what uh, what what you need yeah. for this situation. I yeah. think that's that's important. Is there any specific structuring? Does that make sense? Like, uh, how, how would you structuring to the sabbatical? To the sabbatical itself, itself yeah. Um, there there doesn't need to be. Um, and I say this especially for the type A's uh, who are so uh, so committed to the structure that you're still not resting. Yeah, <laughs> that you become anxious if you come out of the structure. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I I think there you want to be intentional. You want to be intentional, and so there there should be a bit of a structure to it. Uh, but this is meant for you to rest. Yeah, <laughs> this is meant for you to take take a break. So. Uh, you may have different events or something like that that you want to get into. You may want to do some pro- uh, some projects or activities uh, that that of course will require some scheduling. Uh, but in terms of um, uh, the day to day and so on, it, it's really you're 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 teaching your body to stop. Yeah, you're teaching your body to step away. Uh, you're teaching your yourself uh, uh, and cultivating in yourself a pattern. That says I'm going to work hard, go 100, percent you know, and and so on into my work, and now I'm going to go 100 percent into not working. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I would say yeah, you know, as only the structuring that's necessary, uh, but but I would hold to that a little loosely, 
especially if you know scheduling for uh, for for some is is really yeah. just the continuing of work. And I would say that while structuring is important, being present is much more important. Mm-hmm. And so I meant to say this earlier, but uh, you know we talked about email and stuff like that. Well, maybe even consider deleting your social media apps mm-hmm. as well. Oh yeah, uh, not only your email but your social media because mm-hmm. this isn't a time for you to like. Okay, I've got all the time in the world, so how am I going to waste all that time? Right. Like, be intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, when Absolutely. you're at the dinner table, leave your phone somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and use that time very wisely. Uh, at the same time, be a good steward of your sabbatical. That's yeah. that's very much a stewardship thing, as well. Yeah, I I know that uh, this this past one just because it's it's fresh on my mind. Um. There, I got to a point where I would go to Annie and I would ask her for permission, or I'd say, "Can I, can I pick up my iPad?" You know, or or if we're going to the to the ocean yeah. or something, can I bring my iPad with me to the ocean? Because she knows me, and she knows that uh, when I'm when I open it up, especially if I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be reading Bible and theology. I'm going to be reading commentaries. Yeah, right. I'm going to be reading you know, all of these different things. And and I needed her to be my gatekeeper, you know, so that uh, if I'm going to be reading, I'm going to be reading something. I'm going to be doing vacation reading, yeah. you know, uh, uh, and, and so on. And so, uh, yeah, um, if I was uh, if I was going to read a Bible and theology book, it was going to be a Bible and theology book that tended to. Uh, my my spiritual formation, yeah. you know, things like that, but not, uh, you know, I'm not getting into the the nitty gritty of details and 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 yeah. and, and, and so on. You're not engaging diving. in all of the debates and stuff. It, exactly, on media exactly, or anything like that. exactly. Right. But but this is a time for me to grow, uh, you know, in my walk with the Lord and so on, and and in my walk with my wife and kids. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it may be wise to use your wife as a gatekeeper mm. and say, I'm, I'm going to read this book. No, you're not. <laughs> right. <laughs> Leave it home. Yeah. Uh, this is. Go build a sandcastle with the kids. Exactly, right. exactly. <laughs> so, a few more questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking of two different people that might be listening to this right now. Okay. So, what would you say to the pastor who might be listening and thinking to himself, I don't really think I need a sabbatical? I don't feel tired. Things at the church are going well. And honestly, I feel like if I take a break, that might change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What'd you say to him? Yeah. Um, well, the fact of the matter is, first off, if, uh, you're always going to feel that way. I mean, that's that's the life of a pastor. Um, it's very much similar to the life of a parent, where you, uh, you think of parents, especially parents of younger kids, who say, "I no, we can't go on a date right now. You know, if we go on a date and we hire a babysitter you know, or something like that, something crazy is going to happen, and and we, you know, we're going to spend our entire time on the date worrying about you know about our kids and 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 all of these different things, and you wind up talking yourself out of that time that would have been very very fruitful and enriching for you. Um, you have to learn to step away. Right. You have to learn to step away." Uh, I think that the feeling of uh, that you don't need a sabbatical and the feeling that things may change at church are actually coming from the same kind of root, and that root is, I'm in charge. Mm. <laughs> I'm in charge, and this rests on my shoulders. It doesn't rest on your shoulders. You are a steward, yes, you are a steward of, of the church. You are a steward of, uh, of the ministry there. Uh, but you don't own this. God owns this. Right. This is his church. This is, these are his people. And God will make sure 
that his church is going to do fine. There's going to come a time, like it or not, where you will be off the scene, Hmm. whether it be that you move, you know, the Lord moves you to another place or things like that, or the Lord just takes you home and the church will be fine. (laughs) The church is going to be fine and the church is going to continue to move on and so on without you. Uh, Why? Because it didn't rest on you. It rests on Jesus. It rests on his shoulders. So with a very robust and, and I would say biblically faithful understanding of the sovereignty of God, step away and rest, yeah. knowing that God is going to take care of his church, knowing that you know, he who neither slumbers nor sleeps has got you, yeah. and he's got the church, and the world is not going to fall apart because you decided to take a few yeah. days uh, to rest. For the pastor that is thinking that way, it really reveals a lot. Not only how the how he thinks about God and God's sovereignty, but even how he thinks about his church, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that maybe maybe the lack of preparation for when this day comes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, and just to push back a little bit on the church of church that doesn't provide a sabbatical for their pastor, which we'll get into that in just a second. Mm-hmm. That speaks a lot of a volume about how they think about their pastor. Yeah, uh, and so it's very revealing mm-hmm. when we when we get into this this topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So what would you say to the pastor who might be listening and thinking to himself, man, this all sounds great, like beach or mountains. I'll take either. I'm mm-hmm. not picky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love a break, but my church will not let me take one. What would yeah. you say to him? Uh, well, first off, if I could talk to the church, you need to repent. Uh, you need to repent. Uh, and, and the reason I say that is you are putting – Godlike expectations on a human being. Now we've already established Jesus mm-hmm. pulled away. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have countless. Yeah, the the human who actually is God, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Himself, uh, He took breaks. Yeah, He took you know moments to rest and to recharge uh, and, and so on. Uh, you know, if if He would take this time to rest, and He is the God Man. Uh, what in the world do you think your man, man? <laughs> so all cards on the table. Churches should should uh, allow pastors to take sabbaticals. Absolutely. Absolutely, I know at our church, it's it's actually in the the bylaws constitution for our pastors. Wow, the, to take a sabbatical. So I think it's uh, I forgot what the the exact amount. I think within two years. Mm-hmm. They have the optional sabbatical. Within five, it's a required sabbatical. Wow. You have to take a sabbatical. Praise God for that. Praise God for that. Because what happens is your church is caring about the overall health of their of exactly. their pastors. Uh, and they should care about the overall health of their pastors. Um, there are churches that, unfortunately, are, are, are known for uh, for chewing up pastors and spitting them out. Um, uh, and, and, and that's not good. Uh, you know, that, that's not that's not good for the for the church. Uh, and that's certainly not good for the pastor. So there needs to be a regular pattern of that. Perhaps as a pastor, you need to teach that. Uh, you need to teach that not only for uh, for your own benefit, uh, but also for the benefit of your people. I don't know, but I would just assume that the churches that are saying to their pastors, you don't need a sabbatical, are full of members who takes sabbaticals. Right. <laughs> so maybe there's uh, in there uh, a low view of the pastoral ministry and low view of, of the work of, you know, uh, the work of, of the local church. Um, and that needs to be dealt with as well. 
but it may be something for you as a pastor that you need to teach your people and you need to develop in uh, in your church a culture of work and rest, a good balance of working and resting. Um, it also means you need to be honest and transparent. Now, mm-hmm. there needs to be wisdom and discretion used with that on how much you're sharing, but let, mm-hmm. letting them know that you are human yeah, and that that every human being, like you said, even even the church members you're you're shepherding, require rest. Absolutely, absolutely. If if I could say this, and uh, maybe I'm I'm kind of slipping this in here, but uh, for pastors, make sure that you're structuring your church uh, to reinforce that pattern. So if you have uh, uh, workers, you know, of various ministries and so on in the church, and right. we don't have established patterns of rest for them, right. obviously that's not going to help you out uh, exactly. in, in terms of making a case for your own rest. It, it needs to be all across the board. Everyone who is serving the church needs to have uh, a period of time where they can step away from their uh, from their ministries and they can get time to recharge exactly. and to rest. And so uh, you uh, not only uh, model that in the way that you are looking out for everybody else in your church, but also uh, teach and so on so that they recognize that you need that uh, as a pastor as well. And, and and don't don't take advantage of it in the in the sense of uh, and maybe this is this is part of the reason and with some churches, uh, maybe it's not that they don't care about their pastor. Maybe it's because they they did that or they had a pastor who advocated for that uh, that took advantage of it. Right. Uh, and so be responsible. You know, uh, be be wise, be faithful, work hard. Uh, uh, do, you know, uh, like, like Paul would say, you know, be a workman who does not need to be ashamed. Uh, so, you know, you're diligent and you work hard and you're faithful and so on. Uh, and uh, so that when you rest, uh, you're showing the people that, uh, that, that, you, um, uh, that you are faithful and, and, and you were responsible and you were a wise steward uh, and, and that that rest is, is well-deserved. Well, that, that's, that's really helpful. Uh, final question, mm-hmm. any final words of encouragement for pastors right now listening? This has been a really difficult mm-hmm. year and a half, two years, yeah. COVID. Things are probably, for a lot of pastors, even difficult before. Mm-hmm. So any, any final words of encouragement for yeah. pastors listening? Yeah. Just remember, uh, and we've said this uh, before, uh, remember who the creator is and remember who the creature is. Mm. Um, you are the pastor. You are the shepherd of the flock. You, uh, you are the overseer, um, and, and you're the one who's, who's leading uh, the, the church of God. Praise God for you. You're a creature. Yeah. You are a creature. Uh, God did not design for the weight of the church to, uh, to land on your shoulders uh, and your shoulders alone. Um, you were made to carry those burdens. Of course, we see in Scripture, you know, Paul talks about the burden uh, uh, multiple times, uh, the burden of, of caring for the, for the church. It is a burden. It, it's, it's, it's a weight that you carry. Uh, but it's also a weight that you need to set aside um, from time to time uh, because you're a creature. Hmm. All right. So trust in the one who neither slumbers nor sleeps. Trust in the one who who has no need <laughs> to rest and recharge, um, because he is a God of omnipotent power. Trust in his sovereign care for his church. Trust in his sovereign care for you as the one who gives you sleep, who gives you rest. Um, trust that he is the one that's able to take care of you. He's able to one. He's able uh, to take care of the flock. 
um, and and enjoy the rest that mm. God gives you. Uh, and may he give you uh, the uh, energy that you need and the stamina that you need that you can then go back full force uh, uh, and love on the church as Christ uh, has loved and laid down his life for her. Mm. A pastor who loves his church will love sabbaticals. Mm-hmm. A pastor who loves mm-hmm. his family will love sabbaticals. Mm-hmm. So, Pastor, I just want to encourage you that while, yes, this has been a very difficult uh, difficult year, uh, you you should have a space to be able to to pull away uh, and, and take a breath. Mm-hmm. You're human. And so there's no need to feel bad about that. There's no feel, need to feel lesser than about that. Um, and so I just want to encourage you, Pastor, that if that's you, uh, find time to pull away, really pull away. I mean, like we've, like we've said this episode, delete the social media apps. Uh, you know, put somebody in charge, make sure they can only reach you if it's a legitimate crisis or emergency, and, and rest and, and understand that's okay. So we just want to encourage you with that. I do want to take a second to let our listeners know about our pastoral sabbatical program here at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, our center has a program for you. Through our sabbatical program, pastors have access to discounted housing on campus. And when I say discounted, I mean really discounted housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have access to professors, classrooms, our school's library events, and so much more. So if you're interested in learning more about this program, we actually have a pastor that's utilizing this this semester. If you're interested in learning more about this program, don't hesitate to reach out to our office. We want to be not only a voice on this podcast encouraging you to do this, we want to be a, a means to help you get there uh, if, you, if you need this. So uh, definitely reach out to us if you're interested. Uh, we want to thank you again for listening to another episode of Pastor Matters. If you found this conversation helpful, uh, consider leaving us a five-star rating uh, and leaving us a review. We'd love to hear any feedback uh, you'd be willing to give. As always, it is our mission at the Center for Preaching and Pastoral Leadership to equip and encourage pastors, and I really hope we've done that today with this conversation. And as always, my brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain.